willing to go to his turf in Atlantic City, I'm going to step on him. I'm going to crush him. Y'all can mark my words in it. everybody welcome to an episode of the jmberry boxing podcast here in the colto ramble ranch in the chin check studios i'm your host whiskey jay it was a big fight night do i remember it because i had a lot of drinks we'll talk about that tonight benavidez is he really the monster joshua you want him out of boxing fine beat me and plenty of other stuff we could talk about but i'm not the only one that does it here Got my co-host ready to go, wearing his fucking Jay and Beery boxing with your Fight Club hoodie. The one and only Beery in the motherfucking house. Beery. Hi. Hello, everybody. What's going on, man? Hey, good, man. Very, very good. <clears throat> oh, man. What'd you think of this Prime one? That's, you know what? I liked it. I'm not going to lie. I actually liked it. Uh, you know what? I still prefer um Gatorade? Vitamin water. Oh, vitamin water. Okay. Isn't that what 50 cents started? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Vitamin not water. Not bad. So, I'm ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking, ladies and gentlemen, I feel like I... Crumpled it up. <laughs> Feel like I went. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, I'm drinking right now. Logan Paul, yes, WWE superstar, who is about to headline WrestleMania against uh, Seth fucking Rollins. <laughs> <laughs> which that's what they really want to say, right? Yeah. Um, has an energy drink. Has a has an energy drink, which I tried, which is trash. I didn't know it was. And actually. then he has also a rehydration drink, Prime. You mostly see it now in the UFC now. I did not know that it was for him. Yeah, so that's well, a, part that's, of it. Wow. That's part of it, yeah. I did not know no, that. They sell it for less. Oh, okay. All right. I don't know why I'm plugging it like he's sponsoring this. I don't know show. why either, but uh, it's, it's actually interesting. Wow, okay, 20 calories. Wow. Not bad, right? Not bad, actually. I had one last night. I didn't care for the, the red, white, and blue one, which yeah. I was drinking last. I was also drinking it during the telecast. I yeah, think. you were, actually. <laughs> and I think that's kind of got me drunk, too. I was drinking too much sweets. <laughs> <clears throat> Let's talk about the telecast. Well, I think everybody that tuned in, yes, thank you to our um, <clears throat> to our uh, Whittier Fight Club telecast. Yeah. Even though we had technical difficulties yeah, in the beginning, we started late, but I felt we finished pretty strong. Pretty strong, from what I remember. Yeah, Every, I guess yes, we really, really did. From what I remember, we loved. <laughs> yeah, man, we we did love some of the, some of that interaction that we got um, from that night. It was fun. Loved it. I, I enjoyed it. I, I really I, enjoyed shout it. Shout out to Jose for also oh. for being a sport. Yes, shout him out. By the way, I think that was maybe the first time I probably like just, you know. That was the first time you guys met, huh? We actually met. I probably met him just a oh, high and shake. But I think that was the first time we actually just, you know, I was just there. We get me for like hours and we just, you know, laughed. So funny guy. Yeah. And he doesn't even try to be funny. No, and you know what? That's very true. He's just the way he says it. You're right. He's not even trying. He just, he just, he just says things, and it's fucking funny. And then Carrita's king. Oh him! Oh man, his uh, his impressions are pretty funny. <laughs> They're spot on. I, I, I like the crew we have. Escalante wasn't there, but um, no, of course not. And we might bring him back because I was told that we do need a producer. You know, oh, I can't be, especially yeah. if I'm drinking. I can't be like <laughs> yeah. running the boards at the same time. So. 
Escalante might come back now as producer Escalante in the behind the scenes. Ah, okay. So right. or we're working on it. But uh, we do have a shout-out to Gil Billy Delic from the MindBuzz podcast. Mm-hmm. He's also offered his services. He says he wants to do the next one with us, which, if I'm not mistaken, is Canelo versus John Knight Ryder. Knight Ryder? No, the gorilla. So we might we might have a, an all-Mexican telecast. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I got to invite Mexicans. So uh, Mexicans right. have to outnumber us in that episode. Yeah, they actually they have to. Yeah. So I'm working on it. So I know yeah. me and you, you know, uh, we're both with Mexican women. So I think that kind of makes us a little bit honorary Mexicans in a way. Yeah, I guess so. Right. And uh, Gabe, is, Gabe, Gabe is like pretty Mexican. Jose, yeah. Jose is pretty proud Mexican. Yeah, he is. I know that uh, Fidel from Talking Again podcast, shout out to him. He's even said he's interested in doing Whittier Fight Club. Wow. I want to invite Chris with Kickback, but he's fucking, you know. Puerto Rican. <laughs> well, then it gets Puerto Rican, but the no, way he said that's my left. Oh my bad, Puerto no, Rican. I, 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 no, I mean no. I'm not saying there's nothing wrong with Puerto Paul Weekend. I'm just saying he's Puerto Rican and Peruvian. He's, he's, yeah, know, right. He's half Puerto Rican, half Peruvian. Yeah, so yeah. it doesn't make sense to invite him to a fucking a Mexican card. It happened in Mexico. <clears throat> so yeah, it is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, but uh, that'd be great if they have them all there. Yeah, I, it'd be great. It'd be be actually be great. very great yep. if we have them all there and shit like that. Fuck so yeah. yep. I will, I'm going to work the logistics out so we see if we can fit each other in here or how we can do yeah, it. Yeah, because we have to find a way for that, yes. Yeah, because, I mean, Fuck we, yeah. but yeah. Um, but I forgot that also that same weekend, last weekend, we had uh, Ramirez versus Comey, which I I ran out of the undercard playing right now. Sinisa Strada, too. She Sinisa fought Strada, that night. She won. Yeah, she, she became won. a unified champ. Yep. But I'll be right. So last Saturday night, we saw Caleb Plant versus David Benavidez, super middleweight. It seemed the electricity in that arena, the electricity in that uh, in our live event, could be felt. Yes, uh, I felt even before the event started. I kept telling people from like, the opening card with you know uh, Cody Crowley mm-hmm. from all the way to the main event. Uh, real quick, how do you ra- how what's your grade on that on that whole? I pay-per-view? will give it a, a a seven. Wow, I'll give it a seven. Actually, I can't much complain. I, I don't like when you watch a pay-per-view fight, especially with that type of magnitude, right? It was a pretty big deal. And almost all the other undercards suck dick. Like, it just sucks. It was boring. You just, you're just like, ah, oh, I cannot wait for the main event. I didn't feel that way last Saturday night. I was okay with pretty much every fight that we watched. You were entertained by it. Maybe what helped was because we had those people with us. But I cannot complain about that undercard. It was pretty good. See, I would I would agree with you in that sense, maybe because we had a great uh, surrounding cast. Right? I mean, <laughs> yeah, the guy that looks like Stanley Ipkins does the mask. Yeah. <laughs> we, you know, but I think would make um, you're not the only one that said that that it was actually a really great undercard. By the way, I want to mention we were watching Jack Reese, uh, Jay's favorite referee. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, he's doing the first opening card, which is like a Samoan versus the Mexican. Yeah, he's that a was, tribal chief. Yeah, imagine. Uh, you're not the only one that said that they they enjoyed the undercard. Yeah, they said the undercard was really a banger. They enjoyed it so much. Um, I liked it, even though, like I said, we started half hour late. Yeah, due mm-hmm. to technical difficulties. Mm-hmm. But for when I when I was trying to get everything ready, yeah, I was watching the fight. And I could, and I was hearing your guys' reaction because we had the volume kind of low. Yeah, but watching low. you, Jose, and Gabe talk about it, the opening card, mm-hmm. which is Cody Crowley versus the <clears throat> I forgot who. Yeah, I forgot too. I was like, okay, it's entertaining, and from what I, and I was judging it based on your guys' reaction, mm-hmm. your guys' comments, and I kind of said Cody Crowley's probably gonna win. Yeah, 
But uh, I, I can agree with your uh, grading. Seven out of ten is not a bad grade yeah. for that pay-per-view. I don't know what it was. Uh, what was the price on the pay per view? I mean, we didn't pay for it. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what the price was, but I didn't check either. But. For whatever the price was, you think it was worth it? If it was like seventy, kind of, yeah, maybe. <clears throat> so if it was seventy bucks, you think it was worth it? I think it was kind of worth it. Yeah. Okay. So it was kind of worth it. Yeah. I don't know about eighty. I don't know about that. I mean, we'll talk about that. We'll talk soon. about that later. Exactly, but. I, again, I liked it. Again, I couldn't complain. If it was like around 70, 65. It, it had everything. It had. You want me it, to check just in case? Yeah, check how much I it is. I can check. The, the thing I like about this card, it, had, it was a roller coaster ride. You had a a drag out fight and a crowdy fight. And a crowdy fight. Crowdy or crowder? Crowder fight. Okay, a very uh, crowded fight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you had you had a, a controversial in the Chris Colbert versus a. Uh, was it a Rodriguez fight? I think it was Rodriguez fight. Oh, yeah. Venezuela, Venezuela, Venezuela. Fight. Oh, it was seventy four ninety nine. So seventy five. I, I agree. I agree with that card. There we go. I think so. I think if pe- people were dumb not to pay for that fight, I mean, unless you got the hook up, yeah, 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 yeah. So I mean, I think it's worth it. I think it was worth it. Too. I think it was very worth it. It was a roller coaster. You had everything. You had you had knockdowns. You had drag out fights. You know, there was so much tension in that arena. It was worth it to me. That fight, that whole pay per view, was actually worth the the don not the donation, but the price. The price, yeah, yes. But uh, I'm trying to like you know beat around the bush here. But let's get to the main event, though. Like I mean, the card was great, but the main event. It David, was uh, just what? just very quickly. So it was. I think we saw Chris Colbert versus Jose Valenzuela. Okay, that one. Real quick, man. Controversy. Very controversy. Yes. I was already getting drunk, and even I kind of felt that Valenzuela won. And I, and even in the telecast, was trying to fucking rile you guys you, up, saying that Chris Colbert could pull this one you up. You jokingly called it out. <laughs> You're like, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Chris Colbert is a winner, and then a couple of seconds later, he he declared the winner. And we were like, what the fuck? <laughs> can I say, I t- tough the early fights, early rounds went to Valenzuela. I could see where judges gave it to Colbert, but I think Valenzuela, Valenzuela was effective aggressor for the ten yeah. rounds. I think this should be a rematch. I think yeah, Val- I think Valenzuela but, merits a rematch. I think Chris Colbert needs that, especially even though he says, of, even says no because he's a sore loser. Like, no. At the end of the day, Valenzuela's stock rose. It did, and this is this is with me saying he lost his last fight. By knockout. By knockout, yeah. Or getting TKO, I think. Yeah. And then he comes back and looks spectacular against a young talent like Chris Colbert. Yeah. Wipes the floor with him for almost 10 rounds. And gets gets the uh, gets a robbery of the year. <laughs> and I'm like, damn, this guy won the fucking card. He won, he won the audience. He, he did. Chris Colbert did not. He did. So if Colbert wants to redeem himself and be the next man in the division or be the next face of boxing, he needs... To give that rematch, yeah, right, and and then the uh, best we were saying. I was the one go to the next one. I was so next the next one too, very quickly. I I've, I wanted to look at the undercard, be like, I want to get the names because I don't want to be disrespectful, buddy. Yeah. Right, that 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 also, but in two, like there are pretty interesting of what happened. Jesus Ramos versus which we kept calling him <laughs> Jose Ramos. Jose Ramos. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Right, doggy dog. <laughs> it's Ramos versus Joey Spencer. Ramos, man, he looked like um, we all kept saying he looks like a super middleweight, possibly a light heavyweight. <laughs> the size difference, like 
there are weight classes for uh, for a reason. For a reason, man. But hey, hey, if you can make uh, one fifty four naturally, right? And you can if you're in. See, this is this this is the perfect example of why rehydration clauses are sometimes added right? for that reason. <laughs> for that reason, man. Like it was like you said, it was like a light heavyweight versus a junior middleweight. Mm-hmm. And Joey Spencer, good fighter. Yeah, very good fighter. Uh, fought his heart out, oh, but he just did. it just was not good enough. No, they just. It was just, the towel. yeah, it was not good enough that night. That night he, sorry, he didn't have it. It was, it was, it was interesting that what happened when they did throw in the towel, it happened just moments after Spencer, you know, he just had like the best moment of the fight. <laughs> I forgot what happened. He landed a good punch, but this cornerman still felt like you're taking too much punishment. It, 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 yeah, 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 it was just crazy. So we had a little debate for the moment, and at the end we realized, you know what? No, it was a right. No, because um, I saw some of the highlights. Uh huh. Yeah, he landed some good punches, but it was amazing. It wasn't. Was, it, it right? wasn't I think the corner knew, like he 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 landed the best shot of the, the best shot he could hit any yeah. guy with, and this guy did not flinch. No, nothing. Nah, fuck that. His kid's gonna keep taking him a beating. Yeah. I am not gonna allow yeah. my son, or <laughs> I'm not gonna allow that. So he decided to be like, you know what? I'm good. I'm good. No, I'm not going to let you. I am not going to let you keep taking punishment. No, so. Nope. so, and then of course we got to the to the main event. Oh man! Now, this uh, I really uh, again it, it to what how it turned out at the whole the whole fight before what me I think what maybe before like the sixth seventh round when when Plant was starting to lose a bit of a steam. You know, I just remember thinking, like, all right, man, like, can he keep it up for 12 rounds? Plant was just, man, he was doing good foot movement, if you want to say. He was just, ma- he was just, ma- he was making Benavides just follow him around, man. It was making him go in circles. And that w- that's what I even said in last week's show. Like, can he keep this up for 12 rounds? And by, like, I believe the sixth, sixth or seventh round, that's when, yeah, he started to, started to really slow down. And Benavides started to, like, just pound on him. Literally, literally, <laughs> um, literally, man. I felt when Benavidez decided to bring the pressure is when the fight was over. Yeah, yep. <clears throat> I think as soon he, as soon as he decided, you know what, this guy, this is the best this guy can do. Let me pick up the momentum. I, I felt the whole thing was he shouldn't have allowed the momentum to slip away no. into Benavidez's. Nope. Wheelhouse, and I said, if he does that, it's going to be a a uphill battle for him, and it was. But again, I was drunk, and but I, I've been watching the fight, and uh, I'll say this right now: Platt got taken back to basically his most devastating loss, which was the Canelo fight. Yeah, he got taken back, and he didn't know what to do. Nope, he did not know what to did do. Did not know what to do, really. So I mean, he was taunting him, by the way, which was hilarious. Plant was just taunting him. It would, it's great. Good for you. Yeah. But it's not helping you. It's, it's not, not winning him. you the rounds. Nope. Instead, you're getting touched up by this by this guy, and you're getting tossed around like a dirty <sighs> rag. You know? And, and none of your tactics are working at this moment. You no. Know? No, it was not. None of your tactics. Every ta- round was getting worse and worse and worse. And it was getting worse. And I, I felt it felt like he was taken back to the Canelo fight. Yeah. That's to me. It looked like that. Like, oh man, this guy's this. They're taking him. It's he's taking back. I bet you he's getting flashbacks. He's getting um, PTSD of the night he, he, he lost to Pedro Alvarez. He probably is, man, because 
God damn, yeah, Benavides was just pounding on him, man. And again, for every round, it just got worse and worse and worse. And that's when I kept saying, now it's Benavides' fight. Yeah. Now it became his fight now. His style, how he likes it, and that's what and happened. At, and at his pace, at his how pace. he wants to go. Yep. And I agree with you. I, I think that's how it, it played out for him. And I, and I think if Caleb Plant could go back, he probably would have. But, you know, can I say... Benavides did a good job. He did. He he took he took the fight away from Plant. Where mm-hmm. again, early on, it was going towards Plant. I don't think he gave he didn't give Benavides a reason to fear him. He didn't hit him with anything solid to be like, okay, I gotta watch, I gotta watch myself against yeah. this guy. And I think he he think of it no. He never walked no. the whole. He annoyed him. But yeah, he annoyed him. He he frustrated him like he frustrated Canelo. But when Canelo realized, okay, this guy is not gonna. He does. He's not touching me with anything. No. I'm gonna get hurt with. I'm gonna just mount up the pressure. I'm gonna turn up the heat in the kitchen here. You know, because we're firemen. You know, we're not afraid of fire. <laughs> you know, st- <laughs> stuff like that. So, so I, he did that. He did that actually. Yep. So you know, to me, that's how I think he won the fight. Is based on that. Yeah, he did actually. That's what happened, and I think that um, what uh, I'm, I think obviously what helped him was that yeah, Plant. You know, he was losing steam, and he wasn't supposed to. When, the, I think you mentioned that. No, like the moment he starts to slow down, that's when Benavides will creep in and start landing some punches. I said it in my prediction. Exactly. I said it in my predictions before I got drunk. I said it in my predictions. <laughs> I said in my predictions that Benavides, the Benavides would lose the early rounds of Plant. Plant would be a master for boxer, and as soon as he slows down, but just by a millisecond, Caleb um, Benavides would get into the fight. But Caleb Plant, being the seasoned veteran, being the experienced mm-hmm. fighter, being at the main event status, would find a way to frustrate him. Would find a way to slow this cocksucker down, yeah. <laughs> and then he would get a second win, and he would win. He would bank the championship rounds yeah. and steal them, so he can get the decision win at yep. the end. That didn't happen. That did not happen. Benavides, Benavides ended up taking the fucking play, taking the play, and he never, he never allowed Caleb Plant to get back into the fight. No, he did not. He never no. got. He never allowed him in. Caleb tried. He he pulled out tricks, you know, but nothing ever worked for him. Nothing ever to, you know, uh, nothing ever materialized for him throughout the fight. And that's how we. That's why he lost. I, I know we're no. watching. We're watching <laughs> watching Mirales versus uh, Miata. Miliata. Mi- yeah. Uh, which was a heavyweight uh, six rounder on the undercard of uh, Ramirez versus Comey. Comey, I think he got him on the temple. Oh, you should watch the fight. I saw his fight yesterday. Oh, okay. I just didn't catch some event. But Benavides wins. Yeah, I have no question. No, I, I, there was no controversy to me. He won. No, not really. I don't know if I want to get to the scorecards. I was drunk, so yes. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so. I feel like I definitely want to rewatch it again, and, and I mean, if it's available and everything, I'll watch it just to like score it again. But my scorecard, I actually had it a draw. You had, you had it a draw. I had it a draw. This is not crazy. This, I feel like, I I can't remember the last time you ever saw a fight like this. This is how it went down, folks. No shit. This is how my scorecard was. Plant won literally the first six rounds. Six rounds. And okay. then by the sevens of the 12, Benavides won. I can't remember a fight where I saw where, like, somebody scored that or I scored it like that. That's just crazy, right? Literally. Like, so Plant, from my eyes so far, that night, I, I wasn't drinking, of course, but what I saw that night, 
plant one from round one to round twelve, round six. Mm. And after that, I think the round six, I think that was, a, I believe, I want to say that was the start of when I noticed, all right, he's starting to slow down by the seventh. He slowed down and Randy Benavides started attacking big time on him. And he won the rest of the fight. So I had it a draw. But again, I was not upset with the results. I still feel like the right the right man won. As I said on the um, on on live on the Whittier Fight Club show on the on YouTube, I did say this either ends up a draw or Benavides wins. I don't think Plant did enough to win. He might have done enough maybe for a draw. I said, but I don't think he won the fight. So I, I would have been okay with a draw or a Benavides win. Of course, Benavides got the victory. What do you mean he didn't win the fight? <laughs> <laughs> I know he kept saying that. Yeah, he just kept saying, what do you mean Plant didn't win the fight? <laughs> Again, I was I was not at my best. I was not at my best. <laughs> we just kept telling you, like, no, man, Plant did not win. He uh, might have maybe do enough for a, for a draw, I kept saying, but I don't think he did enough for a win. Benavides did enough for the win, barely. I tried my best, I tried- my best was not good enough. <laughs> so, yeah, he, he, he won the fight, and, um, well... Um, um, we kind of laugh about how he mentioned about how like, oh, he did a good job of Bobby New Weaving. He says, "Well, his oh, face no, didn't no. say it. No, his, his face didn't say that. This was who again? Benavides said that. I mean, of course you're gonna think you were Floyd Mayweather ish <laughs> in this fight, but you weren't. Um, no, I'll man. say this right now, and I and I said it to you, and I said it to Gabe uh, a couple of days ago. Fuck, what a heavyweight fight, by the way. And uh, it's really good. Uh, I said it to Gabe. He's supposed to walk in there as the monster. Yeah. I didn't see that monster. I didn't see that either. I didn't see the monster. I saw a guy that won. Yep. Uh, uh, this was more of a fight that that sets you up for another fight, but not a big, a big, uh, a big name fight. Big name fight. Like Canelo. I'm sorry. Like, if you walk in performing the way you did against Caleb Plant against Canelo, Canelo pieces you up. I think that's what we all agreed to on, on that night. Canelo pieces you up. Nothing. It would be one of Canelo's <laughs> most satisfying, For real. most highlight reeled right. opponents. Like, this would be his James Kirkland type of fight. Right. Like, you're going to see the best of Canelo highlights. Yeah. And, you know, and this is saying that Canelo, I'm not saying Canelo doesn't have the best highlights. But that's what you're gonna see. I said the same. I I felt the same way too. Nothing really made me say like, "Damn, Benavides is a big threat." Not really. Yeah, same here. I think I said it too. I think so far, if they do fight, Benavides better bank on that Canelo starts to tire out, just like Plant. But I know Canelo's known for kind of tiring out, but not enough. I feel like to to be tagged. But the thing about Canelo, like but the thing about Canelo, Saturday. Canelo would try to. Mm-hmm. Try to land a good shot to kind of make Benavides think twice. Yeah. That's what lacks for plant. What lacks for plant is to plant his feet and land something or walk or walk Benavides into a punch that Benavides would have to think twice about doing and then change change the game plan. Yeah. Instead, the game plan was apply pressure, apply pressure, apply pressure. You're going to keep playing pressure until the burst pipe. Yep. And we're not going to switch the game plan. Plant never gave gave Benavides team or Benavides himself any other option, but just keep going the way we're going. We're gonna keep winning. Yep, and that's what happened. Like I said, congratulations to him. He will, he got he got his win. 
Is he going to get the Canelo fight? I doubt it. I mean, apparent, uh, so apparently uh, <clears throat> reports are saying Canelo actually says no. He, he kind of wants a rematch with Bivol in September. That's something. That's. Yeah. So I, uh, according go, to Michael go, Benson. Yeah, go for it. Go. Yeah, it says here Canelo Alvarez has confirmed to reporters that his plan is to rematch Dimitri Bivol in September. <clears throat> though insisted he is open to a David Benavides fight if Bivol doesn't happen. And, of course, he made comments saying that, well, for the people that are saying that, oh, shit, you know, he might beat you up or he might knock you out. His response was, he said the same thing about Glovkin. He says, oh, that he's a monster. Oh, he's going to knock you out. Look what happened. He goes, that's what he said. It's different. He made it seem like I'm a different breed. He goes. He is, though. Like, you know? say what you want about Canelo. And I, and I have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Say what you want about him. And I have said things about Canelo. He is different, though. Yeah. And I feel that the the style that Canelo brings to the table would neutralize Benavides. Yeah, I'm not gonna say Benavides is not gonna win a round. Benavides will have his moments because Canelo, like you said, we all agree, has la- has lapses of stamina where he kind of slows down. Yeah. But the one thing that doesn't go away is his power. Canelo has been able to bring up his power from junior middleweight all the way up to like heavyweight. Yep. So this guy can crack. Mm-hmm. And he's and he's become an excellent fucking sniper counterpuncher. Yep. The motherfucker's accurate. You know, he's very accurate. And we've noticed that again, what was been, what has always been my my grind about Canelo? Canelo Canelo never fights boxers. Never fights boxers. When he stepped in against a boxer, we saw what happened. When Canelo fights guys that just wanna come in there and show their machismo to him, what happens? Broken orbital bones. Yeah. Knockout, concussive knockout punches. (laughs) Yeah. So when you see a guy like Benavides, who's a straightforward fighter, who, uh, quote unquote, bob and weaves the punches, what do you think Canelo's going to do? What do you think? So, of course, Canelo. So Canelo looks at it as kind of like, this is the guy? Fuck it, man. I'll I'll take your money. Bet he's the competitor in him wants Bivol. Yep. I personally don't want to see it because I don't think there'd be a difference. I don't want to see the Bivol. There's no difference here. Fuck. There's no difference. You're so far, st- you're saying Bivol would just... Bivol would box him again. Bivol would box... Unless, unless Canelo, which if that happens, I'm going to say it right now, right here. I'm going to clear the table. Hold on. Let me move my phone away. I'm going to say this right now. The only way Canelo can beat this guy is if he decides to make a catch weight of 173 with a rehydration clause. Now, if that happens and I hear one Canelo piece of shit motherfucker justify this rehydration clause... <laughs> I, I, you better eat a plate of shit. I'm sorry. No, I'm still going to hear like, well, it's a great idea because Bivol came in too heavy. See, level playing field. I bet you anything. And they're going to forget everything about the tank versus Ryan fight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. You better eat a plate full of shit. <laughs> or, or the only way he'll be getting close to a win is if he drags him down to the super middleweight. Yeah. Other than that, his move to light heavyweight is mute. You beat up an old Kovalev. Simple. Who you also hyd- rehydrated them. You also kept them on a rehydration course. Yeah, no, yeah. Bivol wants glory. He already beat the number one fighter. He, did. he wants uh, Arthur Better Beef. Yep. That's his fight. He's not going to entertain you. He's made it known. I'm not here to entertain you. These European fighters, these European <laughs> fighters, 
the, especially this Eastern European fighters, guys from like Russia, Ukraine, they don't yeah. give a fuck about the money. They give a fuck about the glory, the legendary That's status. So true. He already has you. He already has your name on his wall. You're already another victim on his list. Yep. His next victim is Arthur Betterbeer. So he's going to fight Ramirez. I think he's just kind of brushing it off, brushing it off. Eddie Hearn, of course, is trying to keep real him in. Oh, he's trying to keep him here. Yeah, of course. He's trying to keep him. And I think as soon as and, uh, I think Bivol and his team are going to be like, no, we want better beef. Well, I got Canelo right here. That's great. I already beat that guy. Let me go fucking go get this. <laughs> I want Arthur better beef. Right. Yeah. And when and when Eddie Hearn goes in with his tail tucked between his t- t- his ass or between his legs, <laughs> his ass between his legs, and tells Canelo, "I'm sorry, I can't get you this fight," then that's Canelo would tell him, "I'm sorry, your best wasn't good enough. I'm gonna go take Al's offer. I'm gonna go yeah. to Showtime." Yeah. No, no. Well, you know, let me see what I can get you. A, I can get you another Callum Smith brother. I can get you Chris Eubank. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go across the street and go make myself a good. $60 million this fight. So you bet your ass, Showtime, Al Heyman, whatever, right? PBC, they will offer a shit ton of money on him. <laughs> Throw him right at him. This is whatever the amount, whatever the amount you can think of, this is the, the amount you can get for for a better beater fight. Yeah. And you'll take it. Allegiant Stadium. Right. I told that to my manager. He's like, ooh, Allegiant Stadium. Like, He's like, damn, you should be a promoter. I'm like, I should be. <laughs> Because I, I mean, I called it. I called it, and yeah. even even Gabe agrees with me when we talked about it. He agrees that that's probably gonna be the next move. But if it doesn't happen, then he of course, he, of course he takes on Dave um, Benavides. Yeah, and it's gonna be uh, on September sixteenth, something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. This, that the, weekend, the Independence Mexican, Day weekend, Mexican, Independence Day Allegiant weekend. Stadium. Yep, Salah crowd. Especially the way they're gonna build them up as the monster, the monster, the yeah. monster. So there you go. That that might be yeah. the icon versus the monster. Yeah. They're gonna fucking WWE it. So yeah. <laughs> All right, let's get into so we we got into that Canelo news. What's the next one? Um, so uh, uh, this one, um, man, I don't know. This is what the second or third time it got postponed. Ortiz Jr. Stan Onesis, I think I say pronounce it. Sorry, um, it's the third time. Third time it got postponed. Now, yeah, it got postponed. Um, yeah, due to a reassurance of I can't pronounce it. I'm sorry, Rab Rabdolalysis. I'm sorry. Yeah, but. Apparently, it flared up again for uh, Ortiz Jr. He did apologize for everybody. Um, it doesn't look good for Golden Boy, man. It doesn't look good for uh, Virgil Ortiz, who too. was having a red hot uh, year. One, Shit, I think was man. it 2019? Yeah, 19, yeah. 20 at least, right? No, 19, you're right. You're right. 19, uh-huh. 2019, you know, and red hot coming in as a contender, possible Crawford opponent, yep. and then just these injuries, these postponements. It's not looking good. No, not looking good. Not looking good for him. No. Um, it happens. I mean, can I say, you know, whatever he's suffering from, but hopefully he gets better. And Hopefully. No, for real. But, yeah, again, he got postponed. We'll I, see when. Um, and this happens in boxing. For some reason, there's just fights that just don't happen. They're just, they're already like, como dicen, como dicen, Están salados. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, like, yeah. Riddick, Bo, Lennox, Lewis, there's nothing, there, nothing these guys could have done could made it happen. It didn't happen. It just didn't. Yeah, it didn't there happen. There's just fights that just don't happen. For some reason, the boxing gods don't make it happen. Look at MMA. Khabib versus Tony Ferguson. Those, yeah. they, they signed up for three fights, and each fight got postponed injury, weight, you know, uh, visa, 
So many things got postponed. Yeah. Sometimes just the boxing gods just don't want you to have it. Yeah. You know, I don't know why. I, I, I say move there, forward. I think, you know, and this fight was supposed to happen, what, a couple weeks? Uh, I think April 29th. I'll check it right now. Hold on. I think it was April 29th that it was supposed to happen. Yeah, April 29th. And now I got postponed. And Arlington, Texas, yeah. April yep. 29th, Arlington, Texas on the zone. Um, uh, I mean, I mean yeah, we can't say much. I mean, we'll see when, when the fight hopefully does go through. Because I was kind of looking forward for that one. But If I'm standing on this, I'm not going to postpone my career anymore. That's two fights. The first the first one was me. I got injured. Right. Second one was Virgil. Yeah. And now it's Virgil again. I, that means I've postponed my career for three fights. I I need to make money. I'm going to leave. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I think Stan Jonas leaves. Moves on to take another fight. I wouldn't blame him. I would not fucking blame him. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's in his boots. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's right. <laughs> Bet your boots. He goes, come over here, dog. Let me tap. Exactly. Let me, yep. Let me tap that ass. <laughs> Let me come tap that ass. Another fight that was uh, postponed, they rescheduled. Uh, Fulton versus Inouye. Uh, Inouye got injured. Yep. For now, they moved it to July 25th. Oh, cool. And Tokyo. Yep. It's still going to be in Tokyo. Yeah, Tokyo. I mean, it's where the money's at. Why not? Why not? Why not? Why not? Do it for the money. Yeah. Man. That's right. <laughs> Do it for the money, Rick. So that got postponed. People were pretty excited for that one. That one's a real good fight. Uh, it just sucks. It has to be an early Morning I know, right? Fight. Yeah, morning that's fight. the only thing that sucks. Yeah, but I think it's a it, that one's a type of fight that's worth getting up. If you're a boxing head, right, you get up at two in the morning, you know, fresh pot of coffee, <laughs> and, and uh, you do that. Yeah, that's the type of fight. That's I the type would, of fight, right? That's the type of fight I would do it. Oh man! Uh, again with these rumors, Errol Spence versus uh, Terence Crawford contract talks have reportedly now restarted. According to Michael, um, oh, actually, according to Dallas News, with both sides hopeful that the fight can be finalized. However, it's claimed Spence versus Thurman is uh, is scheduled for June 20, June seventeenth as a backup. Juneteenth. Hey, right. So June seventeenth. <clears throat> so said. they have. So pretty much they have this week and next week to finalize. If not, then Thurman gets in line. Yeah. That's what I'm taking, right? Because you, you, yep. need, you need to promote this fight. You need pre- exactly. And if it doesn't get finalized, then it looks so like So you got gonna... this week, which is almost ending. It's yeah. Thir- it's yep. thir- it's Thursday. Yep. And you got all of next week. If by that time it doesn't go through, then most likely we're going to hear... Ray Thurman versus Spence. Wait, did you say Ryan Thurman? No, I said it's Thurman versus Spence. I heard Ryan, Thur- <laughs> no. I heard Ryan Thurman. No. <laughs> hey, who the fuck is Ryan Thurman? <laughs> no. I said it's anyways. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm like, who the fuck's Ryan Thurman, no, bro? It's gonna be Thurman. Is this a box I don't know about? What the fuck? <laughs> All right, so and I'm, no, I was about to say like, oh, I'm sure Thurman's just like he's chomping. He's like, exactly he's chomping in the. Big. He hasn't fought in one a year. I think was it a year? Mario Barrios was the last year, right? Mario Barrios at least has a fucking fight under his belt. Yeah. <laughs> Thurman doesn't, dude. Um, so yeah, Thurman must be like, Mark Crawford, fuck this up again. I want my I want Spence, which he could have had him years ago. Yeah. when he was red hot. Yeah, but he didn't want him. No, of course not. He was avoiding him. Why not? Why not? Now the money's right. Why not? Why not, man? Yeah, <laughs> draw more money. Draw more money. All right, the next one. Oh man! So, um, and other news in, in boxing as well. Um, oh jeez. So, AJ Anthony Joshua. So he was quoted saying that I will retire if I lose. I'm not here to battle people. If people want me to retire, I will retire. 
See, that's okay. So you're basically saying I'm not going to retire, but if I get beat, I'll retire. So what? So is he saying one more loss and I'm out? Basically saying that uh, I can't take this. He's basically saying that I can't take this shit. I can't take another loss. Exactly. If I lose this guy, I can't take another loss at this. Heart. Jermaine Franklin. Exactly. I am done. Wow. He's, I don't. He's he, he's right. If you lose to a guy like Jermaine Franklin, no offense <laughs> to Jermaine Franklin, no disrespect, but you should retire. He should retire. <laughs> so he's he's been quoted saying that. Yes. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. If he keep his word. He is fight this week, by the way. So if he loses tonight, if he loses this weekend, his stock plummets. Fuck yeah, it does. His stock plummets, yeah. and he can't. He knows that. He can't afford another loss. No. no, no, no. Not to a guy like this. No, he can't afford it. He also can't afford to look like shit either. Nope. Or like they, he can't afford to look vulnerable. He really can't. He can't. He, he knows can't. that. That's what he's saying. He he realized he can't afford to look vulnerable. He can't afford to lose. This guy is in a no-win situation at this moment, especially if you're trying to tie down Tyson Fury. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're finally trying to finalize the Deontay Wilder fight, right? You can't afford to lose this fight. You can't, no. You know his own, you know, and and, and his own. So he has three marquee fights he can do. We, we I mentioned two: Fury, Wilder, and Ruiz three. Yeah, Ruiz three would probably be his like farewell fight, finish off the trilogy. Fuck, not might. that many, not that many heavyweight trilogies. That'll be interesting, especially if, if you look um, at it, not that many heavyweight trilogies. No, you're right, not many. Riddick Bowe, Holyfield, uh, Ali, Ali Frazier, Ali Frazier, uh, fucking. I, I'm trying to name a couple other ones that have been like three fights in a row in heavyweight. That hasn't that been, um, you know, fucking Fury, Fury Wilder, Wilder, if you want to count it. Yeah, of course. But a handful. Yeah. So I mean, and if it's a big money fight, why not? Why I not, why, again, why, why not, not? Why, why not? Why not? Drop more money. money. Drop more money. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if Ruiz continues to, you know, do a pretty good job winning these fights. Yeah, they they can sell that. Um, so Usyk versus Dubal negotiations are now underway, and it's being told by Frank Warren. They sent back medical confirmation as requested by the WBA to prove Dubois has recovered from his injury and is fit to be the next mandatory for Usyk's WBA, IBF, and WBO heavyweight world titles. So. That looks like it's triple D is gonna be triple D. <laughs> yes, triple D. I'm assuming it's gonna be on ESPN watch. Um, maybe, yeah, maybe. Probably gonna be an ESPN fight. Maybe. So speaking of uh, Usyk, well, the guy that he was supposed to be fighting in April, whatever, that was supposed to be the next guy, Tyson Fury. So this guy, um, I'm sorry for not pronouncing. True Giordi. Okay, True Giordi. I believe that's his name. Right, he had this to say about uh, about Tyson Fury, and what he says kind of reminds me of what you've been saying. He goes, "I'm not saying Fury is scared of AJ or scared of Usyk, but he does not. He says he does not want to have the hard work to prove that he is a true champion. He wants some easy fights for the most money because this man does not care about legacy. All he cares about is himself and the money." I agree. I, I agree. I agree with the fact that he cares about money. No shit, he's a prize fighter. Yeah, belts belts don't pay the bills. Those belts are not going to yeah, put food no. on the table, put the kids through college. They're not. They're just not going to do that. Um, winning the most money, you know, is you know, I agree with the fact he doesn't want to struggle. I mean, he's the guy that rather that rather. Can I say it? Make make the most money and take the less risk. Yeah. You know, you know, instead of like taking the most risk and making gigantic amount of money. 
fighting fighting Joshua would have put him put would would have made would have made him a billionaire. Yeah. Oh yeah. It would have been the biggest fight in British boxing history. It would have been the biggest fight over here in the in the United States. Um, fighting Usyk would have put him out there too because he, I think Saudi would have won. Saudi Arabia would have oh, put yeah, a lot of money. Mm-hmm. Shout out to the Saudi friends. <laughs> they would have put a lot of money. Instead, you're taking you know the, these purses, which you know it's a lot of money. I'm not going to say it's not. Yeah. With the least risk, Dylan White, Derek Chisora, least resistant fights. The fact that you're entertaining Francis Ngannou. Yeah. You know, formal current UFC because he has he hasn't lost it, so he's still current to me. Yeah. Shout out to John Jones. Yes, you're the champ, but you're not really the champ because you didn't beat the champ. You know, fighting a guy like Francis Ngannou, possibly like, dude, really? That means you rather you rather do a song and dance and make pennies to making quarters. Yeah, that's what I take it as. So I agree with the statement. But I also I agree that of course he's looking to make a lot of money because that's what these fighters do. Mm-hmm. They're prize fighters, you know. Again, a world title doesn't pay the belts, no. doesn't pay the belt, doesn't pay the bills. You know, me having these shiny little belts isn't going to feed my kids. Isn't going to put my kids through college. Yeah. Isn't going to buy my wife all the shit that she wants. It isn't going to do that. But making them fighting the fights, you know, and getting the purses I want is. But at the same time, be realistic. And I mean, watching this telecast, which is right here in top rank, I was hope I was thinking, oh, here we go again. Top rank's gonna suck his dick and 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 shit yeah, on Usyk. He told me that, yeah. They didn't shit on Usyk. They shit on on Fury, saying Fury was the guy that fucking helped us fight. Yeah. Fury was being unreasonable. Fury is the one that added all these roadblocks after roadblock after roadblock. He kept moving the goalposts. Is kind of the terminology they kept using. Mm-hmm. He moved the goalposts. He moved the goalposts. And Usyk said, "Enough of this. I'm done. Call me when you want to do business." And I think that's a great summarization. Yeah, six people pretty much said, "You know what? When you're willing to do, when you're willing to make this fight, call us because you're not. You don't want to make this fight. You just want to dick us around all night. Call us when you're ready." Yeah. That. yeah, they they realize like you know what this is. We're 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 we're, we're running in circles. It's basically. ridiculous. We're literally ridiculous. Chi- ridiculous. Yeah. We're like chickens with their heads cut off. Yeah, I'm not gonna stand for this. I'm out. Yeah, and uh, um, so according to Mike Coppinger, so Fury might fight Joe, Joe Joyce. In the summer, the juggernaut. Yeah, that's what, that's if he, well, if if he you wins notice, on if, April. 5th. If you notice, he said he kept April saying 15th. that he mm-hmm. would rather fight if he can't get Usyk. He he wants to fight that young British fighter right there. Yeah, Joe Joyce. Remember, he said they called the juggernaut out. Remember? Yes, yes he so did. he made it very known. I want to fight either or. Of course, Usyk's the bigger challenge. You know, uh, Joyce has the puncher's uh, the puncher's chance. Yeah. You know, I think, and that's how they're going to sell it. You know, the Fury's always been in those life and death situations against punchers. You know, Joyce is a puncher. If he can land that shot, will this be the shot to keep mm-hmm. Fury down? They could sell it, and he knows it. He could sell this fight. It's a, and they're both UK fighters, yeah. so you know you're going to do Fury Mania. Yeah, fuck yeah, they will. So of course, of course. But whatever. What's the next one? So the next one, the last one, uh, the announcement. It's official. Devin Haney. The undisputed lightweight champion of the world will defend his belt against the, the Matrix, Vasily Lomachenko. Actually, the number two best. So you got the number one versus the number two best fighters in the division. Yep. I think Tank's number three. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think at, least, at least. Tank's right. got to be the be- the third best. Uh, I think I the way I have it is Taney, Lomachenko, Tank, and Isak. Yeah. Shakur right now, depending, I think he fights this weekend. Right? I think he does, yeah. I think he fights and this Shakur weekend. Shakur is probably in, in, that, in that range right now. Yeah. Um. Fuck yeah, let's do May it. May 20th. Yeah, May 20th, MGM Grand, 
Las Vegas. Yeah, on, on it's gonna be on pay per view. Yep, ESPN pay per view. Devin Haney's first pay per view fight. Yep. Of course, you you know you can get it. You can get it the ESPN app. Of course. Well, you know what? I'm not gonna say look, ladies and gentlemen, real quick. This is a quick little plug here. If you guys are look if you guys are tired of paying for Netflix, tired for paying for Hulu, tired for paying for Disney, are you tired of paying for cable in general? Hit up my boy Penny. Yeah. I'm gonna probably put the link on the bio yes. right here. Hit him up. He uh he does the fire sticks with these apps. You get up to almost three to four thousand movie channel uh, channels, um, event pay per views. This weekend is WrestleMania. Instead of you paying the, the Peacock and paying probably a paywall for the pay per view, if there is, I'm not too sure because I don't watch fake fighting. <laughs> <laughs> you can get it here through this app. Yeah, that I I personally use it. We used it last Saturday night for the fights. In which moving forward, that's kind of the new way we're going to do it. Instead mm-hmm. of paying for pay per view, we're going that route. Um. Again, I don't condone, you know, stealing and shit, but hey, the way these these streaming apps are gouging us. Yeah, man. You know, especially ESPN, you got to subscribe to oh. ESPN Plus Plus, you got to play the uh the pay-per-view so that's two paywalls. None of that. You hit up my boy Penny, you pay for the Fire Stick, uh you pay for his installation of the of the apps and you have almost 3,000 channels. Yeah. Uh you get millions of movie selections. With this other one that he mm-hmm. has, which is a cinema, get so much for a uh, for a good price. Yes, you know. Again, I'll put the link on the bio. If you don't believe me, um, as P Ray, he has the he has the uh, fire stick. I have it. Mm-hmm. A lot of the guys in the Ramble crew have it. Antonio Lopez has it. Yeah, a lot of these guys have it. A lot of our fans have it, and. You know, I know we're going to be promoting it now for him as a business for for Penny because I think it's a good it's a good deal. I mean, I've I've stopped subscribing to Disney Plus and Hulu because of this. So, and moving forward, like we got so many pay per views happening. You got for real. You got Haney. You got fucking uh, Joe the Tyson Fury. All these fights happening the next yeah. couple months. I mean that that's going to be a strain in your wallet. Very true. That's a strain in your wallet. Very, like very the, true. The, the American consumer market, when it comes to ESPN, the Zone, and Showtime, they don't give a fuck. They're going to keep putting it out there, and people are going to keep paying. Good for you. Yeah. But you you shouldn't, though. That's one. My, that's my plug. That's your plug. I also wanted to apologize. Actually, no, we have one more because you reminded me. So this is not. This is we have one more segment. Okay. So, but yeah, but but since I already mentioned it, yeah, this very quickly. Yeah, Haney versus Lomachenko is about to happen May twentieth. Um. This is a very interesting fight because this this seems like this is the last fight for David Haney as as a lightweight has to be. Oh yeah, I don't see him continuing at that division. Fuck no, he moves to the one forty. Yeah, he has to move. There's no way he should stay in that no. division. It's, there's no health benefit no. to him. Nope, I, I don't see. Ooh, that's that's gotta be a good one, man. Just interesting, like well, you know what? Would Haney? Well, Haney. You know, I'll box this guy or will Lomachenko do the same? Will he outbox him um, frustrate him and, and make him quit? I think Haney's such, so technical. He really is. And I and I think Lomachenko's so... You got the you got the technical prowess of Devin Haney and you got the incredible in-and-out foot movement of Lomachenko. Yeah. And they're both, they both have great minds in the, for boxing, great yeah. boxing IQs. Yeah. It's going to be a good fight. Yes. And it's going to be who... Who can implement whose game plan? Right. And stick and have that guy stick to that. Like, can Haney keep Lomachenko 
on Haney's game plan yeah. or vice versa. Can Lomachenko keep Haney, keep Haney on Lomachenko's game plan? Mm-hmm. It's a it's an interesting fight. It's a great fight. Um, the more closer we get, the more I want to talk about it. And depending on the schedules we have, we might even do the Whittier Fight Club for that. All right, hopefully, yeah. We've done two Haney fights, even though I've shit on him here saying he's yeah. not a favorite <laughs> fighter. I would... <laughs> But he's been in, he's been in the he's been in situations where we want to watch it because mm-hmm. it's the landscape of the of boxing you know on the speed at one at one thirty five the rematch now this you know he's entertaining he's taking the big fights you know he's the kind of say he's fighting the best yeah so I got to support that I got to respect that he might not be a TV, TV friendly fighter for some people but I like his boxing uh, abilities yeah me too and. I mean, if he can pull this off, he has to be in the top five. He has top to be. Five. He has to be in the inside or out a little bit outside the top pound for pound right. five. The top five. He shouldn't be number ten. This guy should be number no. six. Best pound for pound fighter in the world. Yep. You look at this guy's schedule. You look at the guy he's been fighting since he's decided to like step up. It's fucking Lenares, Diaz, uh, Camboza twice. Now this. This is the fuck. And then the fact that you're noticing his body is asking him to move up. Yeah. And he is willing to seek. He's willing to seek, seek out the approval and the respect of the boxing world mm-hmm. and say, hey, put me on the fucking list. Because that's all he's looking for. If the, if Ring Magazine would have put him on that fucking list, he would have dumped the belt. Like, I'm done. I got it. No. I'm, I am I am recognized by my peers as one of the best pound for pound yeah. fighters in the world. I am the top ten pound for pound fighter. Instead, they don't even acknowledge him. They don't. They really don't acknowledge him. So he's gonna shove his fist down the boxing world's fucking throat if he can beat Lomachenko. Yeah, and that's what he plans to do. Will he accomplish it? Accomplish it? I don't know. But I but I'm gonna say this: I can't wait to find out. Me too. And also to see, like you know, it's a comparison. Like would would he would he Pull out better than Lopez. Oh, you know he's looking at the Lopez. Right. He, he, he has to. Right? He has to look at that fight. So what did Lopez do? And what I can do better than Lopez. Right. He, like, has, he has to do that. Yep. Well, they did announce on ESPN that Lopez versus uh, Josh Taylor. In, so did they say it? Okay. I haven't, I think in, I haven't I think seen it. I think in June. Yeah. Lopez did say it, but of course only Lopez said it. I haven't, I have not heard anything from ESPN. But yeah, apparently it's going to be for June. Lopez versus Taylor. <clears throat> looking right now. Hold on. So, see how that goes for him. But no, I can't wait for that fight. Yeah, me too. May, or May, June. Uh, yeah, June 10th, La New York, Josh Taylor versus TFM Lopez, 12 rounds for Taylor's WBO Junior Welterweights. Yeah. He so only has June. one belt, right? Yeah. Okay. So, June 10th. Sucks he couldn't he couldn't fight him when he had all the belts basically at the time. But that would have been great. Undisputed first undisputed. That would have been fucking great, but well, well, he can start off with that. He can start collecting them again. So that that one's a good fight, but we'll get into that, that one. one. But uh, you good on that, or you get anything else? I guess you want to do uh, very quickly mention this because you, you mentioned about pay per view prices. I was like, how the fuck did I forget it was not on the well, list? Oh, sure, yeah, go for it. Well, you, so we have one more then. Yeah, yeah. Because when he mentioned the prices, like, how did I forget about that one? You're talking about Ryan Garcia. Ryan Garcia, time. yeah. So Tank Davis, right? Gervonta Davis versus Ryan Garcia. Uh, they, so they announced that it's actually what eighty eighty four ninety nine eighty five. Just round it off. It's eighty five. Eighty five bucks. Just round it off. And everyone's like, "Really? You want me to fucking cough up eighty five bucks?" And and yeah, go there, ahead. And there's no um, <laughs> there's no undercard. We don't even know what's on the card. No, they haven't announced it yet. I bet you. Which it's is gonna it's going to be a weak undercard for be what they're weak. paying these guys. It's a weak undercard. I said it. This I said it last week. If you notice who's been quiet so far today, <laughs> this whole week, who's been quiet? 
Who hasn't said a peep? Nothing. Who hasn't brought up rehydration? Who hasn't brought up that? Nothing. All of a sudden, that shit, that excuse doesn't exist. Just stop. Yeah. What did I say last week? That either Showtime DeZone or Oscar told him to shut the fuck up. You're ruining the pay-per-view. And what did we find out this week? The pay-per-view is priced at $85. Whether you have HD or not, it's $85. Yeah. <laughs> and on both sides, either DeZone or Showtime, you're paying $85 fucking dollars. So it made sense why I came to the assumption that he was told to shut the fuck up. <laughs> because they knew what the price was going to be for the pay-per-view. And you're building the pay-per-view as that you're a tainted fighter going into this fight. You're already compromised. So you're asking the American people, the casual boxing fans, the hardcore boxing fans, to fork over $85 and you're sitting on a stupid podcast saying, oh, I'm only being told to drink and eat for three days. <laughs> They're trying to train me here. But God willing, you know, I'm doing it for the fans. You're doing it for the fans. I'm making this sacrifice. <laughs> you know, they're telling him, shut the fuck up with this. Enough already, man. We're, we can't. How do you expect this to? How do you expect to get paid, dumbass? Yeah. Which a lot of people are saying, I, I'm pretty sure they're still banking on the fan base between those two guys. No, you can't. And they'll cough it up. No. You can't. Well, I think they're also basing it on the fact that the tickets got sold out in what, two hours? Something like that. Yeah, it was very fast. So sold they're, they're, out. Also, they're also banking on that, but. Is this? I don't know. I don't know. But eighty-five dollars compared to fifty-nine right now, okay, compared to the seventy-four that people paid for the Caleb Plant fight, is it is a high price. Very high price. But also, it reflects where the market value for Tank Davis Rangers yeah. is, and how big of a magnitude of this fight is, yep. and the fact that you know that's what it is. But also, I'm gonna say this right now. Quote me on this: the pay per view, the pay per view undercards that stink. Fuck yeah. Oh, when the yeah. pay-per-view prices are high, the pay-per-view undercards suck. They suck. They stink. They stink. <laughs> they stink. You think they're going to do what you said? Where most of the undercard will be on the zone or something like that? Where the only only the, the zone people will comment? Yeah, you? they're going to they're gonna let, let <laughs> Rob Mauro, Ronaldo, Abner Morris, and Al Bernstein rest their voice. Right? Maybe only for the main event. Or they'll 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 help out for the, the co-main event. The the main co- event. They'll come into the co-main event. Maybe. <laughs> If you, if you can choose, because I'm pretty sure they're going to mix mix of Showtime and DAZN. If you can choose, who would be the commentators? I feel like it has to be Mar Ronaldo. Al Bernstein, and I'll Al pick Br- Sergio Moro. Sorry, Abner Morris. Sergio Moro is a little bit you better. You know what? I, I, I would, like that. I was going to mention Todd Grisham. Nah. I would have Todd Grisham take over the... Uh, the panel, I guess? No, no, no. Oh, the okay. panel with Brian Custer. Or, there we go. Uh-huh. Or be the, be the guy that goes in there and goes... Hey, uh, Coach Dan Goosen, what do you think? What improvements do you think Ryan needs to do in this fight? Like yeah. that guy, like okay. Then I think Mal Ronaldo, Al Bernstein, Sergio Moore. I think if you I put, like that. I think if you put Sergio Moore with real fucking professionals, <laughs> he'll he'll excel. He'll, I was about to say he might be like, hey, I used to ride at home here. God, damn you're it. the Harry. How much would you pay no, me? No, it's really good sitting next to people that actually know what they're talking about. <laughs> wow. Right? Wait, wait, these are headphones? <laughs> wow! I don't have to bring my own. <laughs> Imagine it's sad that Sergio has to bring his own microphones. <laughs> and then he brings it over, and Marlon Ronaldo and Albert are just looking at him. Like, <laughs> and he'll be like, what? Nothing, nothing, man. Nothing. You guys didn't bring, you guys, did you guys bring your mics too? Uh, no, no. Showtime gives us. 
Barty has a setup. Wait, you guys set up? Showtime sets up your own microphones? Uh, yeah. Oh shit! I gotta set up my own mics. Hold on. Test, test, test. <laughs> He's testing his own mics, and I gotta test the levels. In the- oh shit! Again, uh, Al Bernstein, Mal Ronaldo. Well, that's how it was for the Mayweather Pacquiao. Yeah, he it, was, it yeah, was Jim Lampley, Jim Lampley, Roy Jones, and Al Bernstein. Yeah, Ronald Ronaldo was in the secondary team, something like that. Yeah, he was, and uh, and of course you're gonna have Steve Farhood and um, Chris Maddox probably are the unofficial scorecards. Yeah, probably. I, right? But again, I think Mal Ronaldo, fucking Al Bernstein, and Sergio it has Moore. to be, but at least Morrow. Yeah, Morrow, but yeah, especially if this action fight, Mamma Mia, <laughs> gotta have him on. Gotta have By him the on. way, I I missed him when we were watching that fight last Saturday night because I hardly hear his voice. Uh, Morrow, man. So, yeah, that was great. Well, you, you did hear him a little bit on the, you did the hear Canadian, him a bit. the Canadian fight. The, yeah, yeah, especially the Canadian fight. The Canadian fight yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. So uh, he's oh man, he, he was guys. A, he's a great, great commentator. Great guy. Great guy. Never met him. <laughs> so yeah, especially what what he goes through. But yeah, crazy, fucking crazy. Are you good? I'm good. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for uh, listening to tonight's episode, episode 232. We'll be back uh, hopefully next week. Um, they will be a little bit different because Beaver's going to be out of town this week. But uh, hopefully he'll be able to pa- I'll be able to patch him through. If not, I'll do a solo, YOLO. Yeah, I'm going to be the Santa Maria bad boy again for the, for that for, week. For the week. <laughs> if not, maybe I'll see if I can invite Gabe over if you can. You maybe, know, hey. Maybe have me and Gabe do an episode. Yeah. We'll see what's up. I'll see. Um, I mean, he's listening. Knowing him tomorrow morning. I'm down. <laughs> right? <laughs> I got it, dog. Do you want me to bring anything? No, no, do it. Just, it's just a <laughs> half hour episode. Nah, I won't bring like 10 pounds of me, bro. Fuck, <laughs> cook that shit out back. No, you don't have to, man. But, you know, if you want, yeah. I'm not going to say no. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so, again, you'll be the uh, Santa Maria bad boy and everything like that. Uh, don't forget, new episode of Geek In, Geek Out, out this Monday, unless you're yeah. a Patreon. Yes. You get an early release currently. I, while we're doing this episode, I released it right now on Patreon. Episode episode 3, 1990. Yes. Penny's back. Yeah, he is. So, and uh, you can felt you felt the inner, the different energy of having Penny there compared to the last two episodes. I'm not saying it was bad, but you, you can tell there's that there's that one energy that you need in that show yeah. to make it to make it a little bit oof. Yeah, episode two forty seven, Ram Alcoholics will be out next this uh, this Saturday. Tune in of all the fuckery and shenanigans that me and the boys get into. Other than that, enjoy yourselves, drink responsibly because we never do. Yeah, and uh. Where else? One of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. This is all I got. This is all I got.